Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is episode 49 of In the Movies. This episode, we're talking about the butterfly effect and time travel. How do you separate just a movie from everything you know about the movie? Just because a movie has the trope in it doesn't mean you can't love the film. Female characters that we do get, every single one of them is important and has character. That is LGBT representation, like, in a nutshell. We've reached the end of film technology. Um, what's new with us? Uh, been... It's only been, like, a month or so since we recorded. That's not bad for us. (laughs) Um, I'm busy planning two film festivals. Fun. It is fun. Um, yeah, we just finally got the final list and schedule for the Latin American Film Festival, so we're getting all that info. It's exciting, though. It is. Some good movies. And tomorrow, are you coming to the Bolton Ignorance? I'm planning, yes. Yay, me too. We're going to see women. Barring unforeseen circumstances (laughs) with, like, my dog, I will be there. How is Groot? He's okay. He's just old. Yeah. Still hanging in there. He's still there. (laughs) He's still hanging in there. Um, yeah, we're going to see Woman at War, the Icelandic movie. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I hear it's really good. I think it's good. It might sell out. It's pretty popular. So like, I have to be there early? Is that what you're well, telling me? Well, okay, let's see. Okay. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what uh, I'm up to. I'm just working. I work a lot. Not as fun, though. <laughs> no, not as fun. The sun is out, guys. It's 7 o'clock and the sun is still shining. Yeah. Spring is tomorrow. Spring is tomorrow. Uh, we're suppo- we're starting to see some snow melt. So, you know. There's also snow in the forecast, so I'm not I know. You know celebrating. Well, that's not yet, uncommon, unfortunately, here March. for March. Like, melt snow, melt snow. I'm just... I'm just really annoyed with the ice right now. It's hard to walk anywhere it's for piles sure. Piles of dirty snow and just like sh- it know. melted a lot one day and froze the next day, like some day last week. And now there's just like these smooth patches of, of ice. ice on yeah, the like sidewalk where ice. like a lot of melting happened and then freezing happened. And it's <sighs> fucking Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, this is the part, like, I'm not a big spring person because, A, it smells like dog shit. It does. And, B, it's like, I love snow, but I like it when it's pretty and white and beautiful. And, like, in the spring, it's just, like, brown. Snowstorm. It was crazy. And I was like, excuse me, this is not December. This is not cute. I know. I'm done with this. But that's I would have thought it was like, pretty if it wasn't March, March and I, I had already like had like mid March. Um, yeah. It's not even like and March like we had already had like a bit a good melting and the like sidewalks were bare and then let's have a couple inches of snow. Yeah. Well, and no, like I walked you. out and it was like winter wonderland, yeah. and I was just like, me too. I was like, why so did I strange? not? I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> I didn't notice this in the forecast. Yeah. Anyway, um, news stuff. <laughs> that's what yes. i meant to say that's we just wanted to rant about one thing little thing and then we'll get to our movie one little thing that anyone listening to this podcast knows about when we've talked about it before on the podcast yes, i know like it's a while ago okay so steven spielberg and christopher nolan and other people are still doing this thing about the oscars and netflix and tv movies and what's 
theatrical and what's cinema and what's deserving of awards and it just like makes us want to barf <laughs> yes um like spielberg you've made some good movies but like why do you have to tarnish your reputation oh with fans God. like this like you're so i get it you're white and you're male and you've had every opportunity mm-hmm. to make your films and i'm not saying you haven't worked hard i'm sure you have mm-hmm. but lay off netflix it's giving so much opportunity to like a so much more diversity on Mm -hmm. netflix than you see in the theater and like way more independent films Mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff and like why why are you like i'm a white man and only white man films can be nominated for i only want things my way i know like Like, it's just old people get over yourself any old people they just want younger people to have to struggle through their same shit and don't want young people to like come up with their own stuff you know and in this case he thinks that you know the hollywood system that he made his films in and like grew up with i mean like grew up as a filmmaker with like that's the way you have to do it and that's the way you really make films and it's like dude that's not what's happening anymore it's i mean yes you're right it is the perfect example of like establishment versus like the new way yeah, but we're making things that work for us and they're just like yeah. stuck in their ways but like it's particularly stupid in this case because technology and the entertainment industry has changed so much over the last mm-hmm. 20 years like it's so radically different like mm-hmm. it's not possible like hollywood isn't the same as when you were making mm-hmm. your movies like so just get with the fucking program it's yeah it's just really ignorant to what filmmakers are actually going through today and what getting your movie in a cinema even for the minimum two weeks or whatever really means well no one's gonna fucking see it in the cinema like more people are watching the movies on netflix than than majority of the films that go to cinema like you know when most people watch those films when they make it to netflix yeah so just fucking chill out well i mean we've talked about this before we're like fuck I don't fucking care about going to the cinema for stuff. Like, I enjoy I, it. Some people, like, but... I'm, like, watching a movie. I do not need to be with anyone <laughs> to watch a movie. I have a good TV. And also, they've also been talking about, like, oh, people watch my movies on iPhones and whatever. And, like, is that okay? Or, like, do they like that? And I'm kind of like, you made the movie. Like, this is the digital world. They yes. can watch it however they fucking want. Like, let go of it your can... art. You cannot control the way people yeah, consume and, it. like... It's they could see it in a shitty little theater in a small town that doesn't have like the best projection right. and it would look worse than lying in bed with their laptop. I like agree. you just you can't control completely their experience or like somehow else ruining their experience. You or know? Like, like just be happy knowing that some people that are like hardcore cinema fans will go and see it in theater and mm-hmm. be all like, Oh my god, it was amazing and just the way Cinematic you experience it and some people don't give two shits about that. And but they still want to watch, watch your fucking iPhone. movie. Right. They're going to pay for Netflix still so they gonna... can watch it. They're going to rent it on iTunes exactly. or something if they really want it. Like, uh, it's... like, Make it accessible. Like, I can't imagine, like, what world do they live in that they don't realize, like, not everybody has a fucking cinema in their town. And if it does, it gets, like, the three most popular movies yeah, like, for a month. It. And that's it. And it's like, hi, but, like, everyone has high-speed internet and can get Netflix. I know. Netflix has, like, opened the door for like so much independent you film to become stuff, like so like, much more yeah you can like tv too really like poke so around on diversity. netflix and you're like yes. i didn't even know this existed thanks for recommending this yeah. netflix all right it's just old white men being ignorant yeah and 
like snobs. I hate film snobs. <laughs> you know? <sighs> okay. Okay. Cool. I'm ready now. <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay, so we're talking about The Butterfly Effect from 2004. Directed and written by the team of Eric Bress and J. Mackay Gruber. What a name. Starring Ashton Kutcher, Amy Smart, Melora Walters, some other people. Evan Trayborn suffers blackouts during significant events in his life. As he grows up, he finds a way to remember those lost memories and a supernatural way to alter his life by reading his journal. It's a terrible but accurate summary. I mean... Okay, so the butterfly effect. Okay. Is like... I wouldn't still include it in, like, top favorite movies, but... When I think of like influential movies or like significant movies of my life, it's up there because this was, I probably watched it in 2005 when I was 15 and like rented the DVD or whatever and it like blew my fucking mind and I thought it was so amazing and I watched all the special features and commentary and just, this was at the time where I was just getting into movies and filmmaking and wanting to be a filmmaker so, like, learning all the little symbolism and stuff or, like, how they did the special effects. Like, everything was, like, so fascinating to me. I thought it was so brilliant. And it's been a long time since I've watched it. Yep. And, yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> I, <laughs> Which I think I always knew. I struggled. But I just was never watching it critically. Yeah, of course I not. just, the first time I watched it, I just, like, sort of let it wash over me, and I thought it was so cool, and I got really into, like, chaos theory and, like, learning about all this stuff, and just, like, always liked it because it was a movie that I really liked the first time. And now, like, taking a long break from it and watching it again analytically is, like, yeah, I see how this is, like, a bad student film, <laughs> you know, with everything's actually really blatantly stuck in there and it's not as clever as it thinks and all these scenarios are just so cliche and weird i remember they made a big deal about how they got to shoot in a real prison and stuff like they're being so authentic but like watching those scenes and i'm like ew this is what they think prison is like this is how they think they talk and how they like societal like structure works with the gangs and the sexual favors and like um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I watched this movie when it came out, like, same as you, probably, tw- probably 2005, I don't remember seeing it in the theater, I definitely so didn't, it was yeah. probably the year after, and I probably saw it once, maybe twice, I remember, like, I remember it was, like, a big movie, it was a big deal. It was Ashton Kutcher doing a drama? Yeah, like, I remember that. Um, I remembered, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I liked it. You know, I don't think like I mean it. It didn't have the impact with me the way it did with you. It was never a movie I owned or anything. But I was. I feel like I remember like, oh, that was a good movie. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's a cool concept. I haven't seen it probably since two thousand five, <laughs> maybe two thousand six. Oh, I struggled. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> it's just so melodramatic. Oh like, yeah, every it's so dramatic. Every so little quickly. thing goes from one extreme to the yeah. other. Like it's melodrama on both the like negative experiences side and like the positive. Yeah. Like what is happening? It's, it's a lot. They're not real people. None nothing. of you are real people. No, that's what really struck me this time too is that everything's such a cliche. Like I knew the sorority girl thing was pretty cliche, yeah. you know. But, like, the crack whore thing yeah. of, like, this is what you think, like, like crack whore, like, prostitutes live like and, like, what 
how she would be like so brash about like whatever I'm a press you know yeah. like hey me no yeah okay that's sort of our beginnings cool. of the butterfly effect then and with now. that being said I think it had some good concepts Maybe poor execution. I still think the idea is really cool because I like time travel, time manipulation stuff. Yeah. And I, the reading the journal saying and like his, just his consciousness traveling back and like being in that body and his brain like has too much in it. Like there's cool stuff there. And I think like just needed filmmakers. That's what got me like chaos theory and like this kind of stuff. And like, it looks really cool, but like. They didn't really fill out good stories and characters really back right. it up. They, they needed... Just, they came up with all these, like, little pieces for their puzzle, but, like, they're just not strong writers. They needed to handle it with much more deftness, because it... Yeah. Everything was just... Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it reminds it, me of, like, something... Okay, I said this. Like, it was like if, like, a 14-year-old emo kid from the 2000s became a movie like that's what it felt i think that's like. who these guys are right like I said, it's like a student film oh and i say this as if like someone who made student films and watched other student films it's just you had a cool idea but and you, you know that you have to have some sort of formula and you just put all your scenes together and but like somehow it just didn't come together and you're like trying to write about experiences you have no idea about like prison and crack whores and sororities yeah and like, and like didn't do the research. you just <laughs> didn't hit it because you're just you know a couple of straight white dudes i don't know i'd agree with that it's very similar to like when i think of like student projects in theater schools like mm-hmm. you you can see, like, yeah, it's hard to, like... And it's hard. It's hard to write about things that you haven't experienced. Yeah. That's why, generally, they say, write what you know. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes or from. Or hire a fucking consultant. Right. <laughs> or, like, you know... And it's hard. Like, it takes a lot of research or, mm-hmm. like, getting to know. But, yeah, it was... It very much felt like, oh, I could... I feel like I can see them like high fiving after they yeah. like wrote the prison scene. So like, cool. fuck, that was so oh, intense. This is gonna be so awesome. Like, I just it's like I am uncomfortable it. with the words coming out of his mouth. And like, I can remember watching this when I was younger and be like, I've never heard these tor- yeah. horrible slang words except uh, the N word. And yeah. like, just, yeah, it, the, oh. they just created this like world or like white supremacist rule. Oh my god. The most terrible line in this movie is when the, like, guy in prison is like, shit on my dick or blood on my knife. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I used to love this movie. (laughs) It's like, really? That's how you want to, that's how they talk about it. And speaking of, I had issues with the prison time travel. Okay. Okay. Because that's the one where he goes back and, like, creates it, makes it look like the stigmata. But you're telling me that a child going in his public school and doing that didn't create other differences in his life? Everything else was the same except the stigmata. Okay. That was why I had that problem, too. I was like, that's a real big difference from just the creepy drawing from the, like, original storylines to... Because he does it like, hey, Mrs. Teacher. Yeah. Like... That's, hey, let's, it's the storyline where he ends up in the loony bin for the whole time. Yes. Like, that's, that's, like, Lenny killing a kid, like, put him in the loony bin for the rest of his life. Like, yeah, it, oh, and, like, everyone's, I don't know, mental health is handled not with a lot of deftness in this either. No. They're just, like, Len, yeah. I just feel bad for Lenny Lenny. most of the movie. Oh, my God. Okay. 
Should we kind of go through? Sure. Go through it. Let's okay. do it. I made notes as I went through, so I could remember like the blackouts and then the time yeah. travels and how they match up. That or whatever. part. And and by the way, like that part's kind of cool. The idea that like yeah. you have these blackouts and you don't. I mean, your first time going through the film, you don't really under get what it is mm-hmm. and. That idea of creating time travel where, like, the first time through, it's nothing but the sec, like, and you have, it's like because the only, your consciousness points... can only have. Yeah, but, like, it's like they're points in flux. That's yeah. why you can't remember because it happened it... multiple ways. Yeah. No, yeah. I like, I, I, mean, I do like, they're good. kind of like, we'll get more into, like, time travel theories and stuff, but, like, it's, in a way, it's linear, sort of, with the, like, rewinding and fast forwarding, but. Yeah it's going back to a point and then it's branching off into this other universe. So it's like all those blackouts are like joints in the branches. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with where that. Where they could, yeah. it could go a different direction and, and he's going in one, you know, he goes back to that point and goes in the different direction. Those are the points where it can change. Yeah. yeah. See, cool, cool stuff, but, um, not, yeah, it doesn't not age great. It does great. not age great. And maybe it's not that the movie doesn't age great. It's maybe that when we age and we go back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we were teenagers, this was like a well, new thing. It was crazy. Yeah. It was like we'd never seen anything like it before. And we didn't know better than to be like, why are the only women just his lover and his mother? And they're just side characters. And yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> we'll get too. into that, too. <laughs> um, so his first blackout. Is when he draws a picture of the prison murder, right. which I don't understand when he goes back to that. And Why? She's like, sit down and draw. It? He takes the time to do that. Yeah. Just, before. Just I would and... be in such a hurry. Like, I got to fucking do something. So when I go back, prison guy sees Jesus right. on Why me somewhere. Why would just immediately go and. Yeah. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Okay. I feel like it's because they had dropped, put themselves in this, like corner where he the drawing has to be done because the drawing gets done mm-hmm. they wanted within... that cool foreshadowing yeah. of a drawing of a prison murder sure okay when did he get those sweet drawing skills i was like crazy i know i also no one mentions the fact that it's an incredibly advanced drawing for someone who's for in, like apparently seven one. years old i was i forgot the ages at the beginning like i remembered like one was like 13 but like he looks like he's like 12 and then you see him in the classroom yes. and they're drawing on the ground like I it's know, kindergarten like it's and kindergarten. i was like what i'm so confused and i was like he's only seven how can you be way. stressed i was like oh fuck he's only seven okay and then right after that he's holding a knife in the kitchen which is later he goes back to that memory which is useless to what he's trying to do yeah. which is destroy the blockbuster I- it's like, grab a knife in your kitchen and you're going to go over to their house. Like, what are you going to do, dude? Yeah. It was just to put some, like, creepy stuff at the beginning of the movie, really. Yes, it was definitely, like, filling out the back end of it because of how they wanted the beginning yeah. to be. And then That's it seems cool, like... like it's lazy in my <laughs> Yeah. Um, Eric Stoltz is a pedophile. Yeah. That's oh I every time I see him in anything I'm like this guy's a pedophile like I can't see him as anything else when that thing came out about him almost being Barney McFly I was like oh he's so creepy I also though like I have issues with that like okay this fucking like seven year old how old is he in that is he they're still seven. seven yeah seven year old kid is like hey ass hat or whatever because he's it is. twenty in his head I know but I just mean like 
this seven-year-old kid just saying that to you made you like change your yeah, ways. Yeah, he like, reacts. That seems real. Like he knows something supernatural is happening. Because like, yes. he says, "Like, how are you doing this? How are you doing what?" It's like maybe he's the kid a seven-year-old learned who learned some bad language yeah. and is yelling at you. Just tell him to shut up, like you've been doing all day. Right. It just it seems like, and that's the stuff where I'm like, ah. you're making it too dramatic, yes. or like you're making or- things. You made all these, like, points, back and forth points and blackouts and, like, disturbing shit in your movie. And then you just, like, sort of wrote around it without really making things really, like, how people would really react and stuff. Yeah. That's what really gets me. It's the writing of the characters more than anything Mm -hmm. is troubling to me. Yeah. We'll get to the women later. Um, And then he has a blackout when he's visiting his father. Right. The other thing about this movie is just, like, things just keep happening. Yes. And I feel like no continuation or, like, suddenly, like, now we're visiting your father. Now we're doing this. Now you're 13. Now we're doing this. And I'm, like, I'm just being, like, dragged along, like, jerk leaf, like, through these scenes. So his dad tries to, he blacks out and then his dad's strangling him, which later is because he went back in his seven-year-old body and was, like, talking about his dad's already been through this. Yeah. And he finds a that his grandpa did it too. I think that might is that just in the director's cut? That's the other thing. If you I have don't seen know. this movie, I watched the director's cut and then I just went back and just watched the end of the original mm-hmm. just on YouTube, just so I had it in my head. I just watched the director's cut because I just remember it being better. So I don't know. Um, I know for sure director's cut. If you haven't seen it, guys, I'm going to spoil it for you, but. It's not a good movie, so it's okay. Um, they insert a scene when his mom visits him at college, and they, just for a joke, go into go a psychic into a parlor, psychic, and the psychic's yeah. like, you have no lifeline, you have no soul, you are not meant to be. And then mom's all upset, and she says, before you were born, I had two stillbirths. Mm-hmm. Boo-hoo. Um, <laughs> and then, which leads to the ending, where in the original ending, he goes back, and just doesn't make friends with Kaylee so that she doesn't want to stay with her dad. Because the director's cut ending tested very poorly with I think audiences. it's way better. Everyone thinks well, it's, it's cruel to the mother, I, I guess. Mean, but that's more interesting that this is like a thing going on for generations and like even within him he keep like Yeah, I have issues with the ending either way. So Okay, so he goes all the way back to before he was born, when he's about to be born, and like strangles himself with the umbilical cord. I think it sets really unrealistic precedents for what fetuses are able to do in the mother's stomach. Well, I was thinking about this after. Like, yeah, what would it be like to have... He's His brain's already, like, exploding because he's got, like, too many like, memories. 20-year timelines, like, yeah. in his brain. Um, if all that went into a little baby brain, it would just explode. Right. So that would be what, like, Plus, should kill him. Also... I understand that his consciousness is technically there. He could mm-hmm. consciously like memory. I'm, I'm yeah. good with like but, him having yeah, but like literally the dexterity. Yeah, like to what would it be like to be in strangle yourself about to be born fetus baby? Right, because it's what can you do? A, I don't know if the fetus would physically have the strength to do it to wrap the umbilical cord. Yeah, and second of all, he's Babies going into a fetus, which is a body that he's never consciously been in before and you're like in fluid and stuff like mm-hmm. wouldn't it take you, you don't really a like long send... time to like get it shows it all like gooey and red like we yeah. think of it but it would be pitch black right 
And you would just be like you trying to, be able feel to feel around in this goo for yeah. an umbilical cord with your baby arms. I don't know. Yeah. So that's my issue when it comes. I think I feel the like ending the... is better, like in terms of like the you know. It's just a bigger like it's a bigger thing sacrifice, a bigger yeah. thing than just but I, not making friends with. Them. Once again, good concept execution makes me question. <laughs> yeah. You should have just had the baby's brain explode. Like hemorrhage, because we already knew his brain was hemorrhaging. And it right. Been like, oh, he seemed fine, but then his brain hemorrhaged. Yeah. But then that's not. That's not very suicide, like, right? You know, that not was really the point like... of him to do it. Yes, he has to sacrifice himself because mm-hmm. <sighs> to save her. That's gonna. Yeah. What it's, is what? this movie trying to say? <sighs> I don't know. It's his journey and his stuff, but then. For some reason, it comes back to saving this girl that he hasn't had anything to do with since he was 13. Yeah. I don't know. And then I get once he, I guess once he gets memories of like one life together with her, he does like actually love her and stuff, but I don't know what it's trying to say. Okay. It's just a cool concept. It is. And they just sort of put it together. I just feel like these guys stumbled onto like a really cool concept, but then it like never made it past that stage. Like they just. Yeah. We're like, well, we know it's a cool concept, so it'll be fine. It doesn't matter what else we do. And I'm like, imagine if this cool concept was in, like, a good filmmaker's hands. It could have been yeah. very different. Um, Yeah, they just sort of made, like, what are all these different lives that these this yeah. guy could have? Like, he could be, like, Ghost. a frat boy with a sorority girl. He could, and then she could be, like, a hooker. Right, and then, I feel like, like he was just all their blown off fantasies. Then, like, like, oh, he's... Prison. Like, <laughs> yeah. really, there was no timeline where, like, they both just have super average, normal lives. Yeah, and then sometimes... Like, it's either so tragic he, or she's a He went back and changed girl. something at one point. And he changed something, but like he had, or was it within the same timeline when he would have already told off the dad when they were yes. seven? So I was like, why did she still like become whatever she became? Like, I can't keep them all straight now. Okay, so when they're 13. Yes. God, they, they come up with disturbing shit. They blow up a mailbox and blow up a woman or a baby, which is fucked up. Which, I mean, okay, how did 13-year-old get get dynamite? Well, I guess well, the his dad, dad had it in but... a thermos for some reason. Like, it mostly just makes me have other questions. <laughs> but, okay. Tommy is truly a psychopath. Psychopath. That's or no doubt. A, or super religious. No in-between, again, with this I mean, this arguably kid. also psychopath. Well, yes, but, like, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. And, like, they try to point out at some point when he's like crazy and she's a sorority girl she's like he had it so rough and it's like no that kid is fucked up yeah and he like did have it rough but that's not why he's psychotic because he was psychotic no. before that yeah but i i understand how what was going on in that house like tri- triggered him more yes. like when he freaks oh, out sure. when evan kisses his sister it's like all he's seen like, he's seen his sister be, like, touched by their father. Yes. Yeah. So, like, to see Someone anyone touch her it. like yeah. that, like, sexual touching, has to be very disturbing for him. Right. And, like, it feels like a betrayal of his friend because he thinks, like, that's wrong. Like, no one should be touching my sister. But that's the problem is, again, like, okay, but we could have handled, if we if it had been handled, like, mm-hmm. 
it could have been more interesting. It could have really been like a study of trauma and like how do you deal with trauma? All of them like, going through know. all sorts of trauma. Right. They blow up a woman and their baby and then he burns evan's dog while they all just sit there and watch apparently because they're too scared to like fight him well evan blacks out yeah well and kaylee got smacked in the head kaylee got smacked but when he wakes up she's sitting there crying lenny's just like catatonic again yeah fuck lenny you're so useless poor lenny he's just like you know he's also the most normal one yeah he's just a kid who got sort of like caught up with like the tougher kids and he's their you know fat dumb friend and then they like traumatize him and then he goes back he's like we need something to cut the rope (laughs) right because the one before he was like i couldn't open the bag i couldn't open the bag but then in the one where lenny has the thing he talks down tommy Mm -hmm. and tommy just undoes it yeah like easy peasy fuck it yeah Evan, you just keep fucking it up, making it worse. Is and that the never point? Tries... Is that you shouldn't try to time travel and fix things because like, you'll just make it worse? He never tries, like, a slight fix. He wasn't like, oh, I almost got there. That speech worked. If I go back yeah. and I don't give him More the metal shard, would that work? Like, he never yeah. tries, like... The same thing again. Yeah, he doesn't go back and is like... Like, learn from your mistakes. Like, okay, what worked and what doesn't. And maybe the point of it is just the whole fact that, like, no matter what he does, it it can never come out right. But, like, he doesn't even try, like, okay, I should do this 15 times over and every time just keep what works and throw out what doesn't. You know, in time loop things where they're stuck, they try, like, let's keep trying this again. I mean, they have to. They're in a time loop. But, But, like, like, he could have... No matter how his life has changed, I guess he has to find his journal sometimes. But like, yeah, what okay, works, what this work? po- this almost worked. Yeah, you know, you got your dog free, so you know the speech works. And like, so don't give Lenny Tommy, the thing. Yeah, and, or tell Lenny like Lenny go home and then just go with Katie yes. or you know tell Lenny to go home before you blow up a woman. Right, and also go back and stop her before you run in and get blown up. Yeah. Yeah. So many little adjustments. But I guess that is the point, is that you can't fix it. Yeah, I know, but... But the thing can't. is, he goes back and just completely removes himself from the situation. And, like, lets her live her life or whatever. Because apparently if she didn't like him so much, she wouldn't have stayed with her dad. Yeah. Like... I'm, like, really liked a boy that much that you were willing to go through my all thing that when abuse she explained this. from your father. At 13, you liked a boy that much you were No, willing... no, no. Oh, seven. At se- before she was seven, seven yeah. she made this decision, and I was like, wait, first of all, who... Like, kids don't get to make the fucking decision. No. What court is giving this guy custody? And, like, I feel like your mom divorced him and had some idea that perhaps he wasn't a fit father. Like... Yeah, like... Any court or anyone would, like, look at their two lives and be like, well, I mean, she has, like, a nice husband, like, nice house and everything. (sighs) Yeah. Jeez, fucking pedophiles. (laughs) Makes me very uncomfortable, those scenes. But also, like, I've seen better disturbing scenes, as weird as that sounds. You know, we've talked about this, like, sexual violence on screen and stuff, like... It's always uncomfortable when anything like that right, comes it, up. It should but be. But they didn't even do it 
I want to say they could have done it better by making it worse, sort yes. of. Like, I didn't want to, like, see more of it. But, but it like, was just, like, he was just this... telling them what to do. And it was just, like, he made me take my shirt off. And it's, like, a lot of implication. But, like, yeah. you really wanted to imply or, like, disturb us. Yeah. Again, you could have written it better. But, like. But I think they wanted also a rating. <laughs> it's What was this rated? It's pretty fucked up. That is like, they say a lot of language. What is it rated? That's a good question. Amy Smart will not get naked, but there's a naked woman in the bathroom scene once. Right. I feel like it was rated Maybe it was high. R. I don't know. Maybe just like 14 plus. Um, what else happens? Oh, he moves away. Um, okay, so now he's 20, and then he has Thumper, his roommate. Right. I love Thumper. I like Thumper. He's a terrible roommate, but, terrible. you know, you do you. You seem great. Um, ugh. I, this makes me think, like, college is the worst college dorms. Like, he's constantly walking in, like, Thumper's having sex on his bed. Yeah, that's gross. I'm like... This is terrible. So I don't, I mean. College is terrible. I had, I didn't have a roommate because I didn't do residence. I moved. Me neither. In with friends. But um, my friends that did do residence, like even some of my best friends, one of my really good friends, Laura, had a roommate that she hated first year. But Mm. it wasn't like that. They just like didn't have personalities that got along. Well, like, and then later in another timeline, like Lenny and Kaylee are having sex right next to him. Like, what is this? It doesn't, that doesn't. Do you want to have sex when your friend is five feet away? Right. Ugh. But, like, you know, most of the time I'd be like, hey, do you mind, like, leaving the room for an hour? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's Yeah, you know what's going on, but it, you don't have to, like, witness it. Just that whole, like, yeah, I didn't live in dorms either because I was like, that is my nightmare to have to, like, like, share bathrooms and, like, no kitchen and, like, all that sort of stuff. Nightmare. Yeah. Just for me, personally, that's my nightmare <laughs> um oh and when he like first starts this thing it starts because his girl finds his diaries and is like read them to me and i was like what girl is doing this like this is foreplay yes it's especially when and you he can start traumatic he starts off with like i didn't want to take off my shirt and she's like keep going i'm like who is this psycho who wants to hear this and and then he blacks out, and she's, like, totally chill about it. And she's like, mm, you pass out on all your dates? I know. Like, let's still hook up. And he's like, he just read something about, like, being molested as a child. How, right. Passed out. Why and you're like, your reaction? Fine with it. Oh, my God. It's so that bad. girl is a freak. Yes. And then he starts his investigating. And this is where it just feels, like, really disjointed he's just like suddenly he's at lenny's house like okay you still know where lenny lives that's fine but then he's like keeps going to places that i'm like why do you know where this person is why did you know when kaylee where and when kaylee's funeral was he's just like hitting all these points so that we know things are happening I'm like, why do you even know yeah i he seems to have like almost omniscient knowledge yeah. It's, like, stuff the audience needs to know, but, like, he wouldn't know. Like, we go from, she killed herself last night. Why does, how does Tommy have Evan's dorm number? What does he even know about Evan? You know? Like, where he goes to school or whatever, unless Kaylee gave, like, 
said what school he went to and he figured it out. But, like, it's all right. sort of too easy. They're just, like, it's... running through these things. And that's the other problem is that because there's so many different, like, plot points to hit because of all these different mm-hmm. branches, none of them have the, like, time to develop and breathe the way that they would need to to have yeah. impact. Everything is Rush. setting up for something else. Yeah. Everything's like, has to be connected and it just doesn't actually flow. And yeah, the mom, okay, so he has the thing with his mom and she tells him about the stillbirth, whatever. And then he's doing his journal thing, which apparently Thumper is like, knows about now. Like, this is a thing now. He's like, you could end up way more messed up. And he's like, you think you know me? I don't know me. And I was like, whoa, calm down. This just got way too intense. You just have done this once and you're acting like this is like your new like bad habit that you keep doing this thing you know you shouldn't do, but you keep doing it. It's like you did it once and you don't even know what it is. But he's just like obsessed. Note, it was rated R, at least in the US, which almost upsets me more because there's no excuse. (laughs) For not, not going full For, like, on. not going for it with things, <laughs> yeah. you know? If, if you know you're getting rating, an R, like, yeah. Go. I think they just didn't have it in them. No, obviously. Their writing skills. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, so Kaylee kills herself. So he's like, I gotta do something. <sighs> yeah. And then it's, like, frat boy stuff. That's but Tommy's the worst. still crazy because Cause he, he only told the dad, dad to, to n- leave Kaylee alone. Kaylee. But discipline your son. Discipline he's this sick fuck. <laughs> Which he is psychotic, but like, so is the father. So maybe I like, think at twenty years old he should be. I know he's like real passionate, or whatever, and is doing that. But he could have been like, put your son in therapy, yeah. not discipline. Especially this that's troubled insane. child. Like, you're also telling that to a guy who's like obviously fucking doesn't know how to raise children. Also psych- psychotic, abusive. Like, yeah. yeah, and so you think telling an abusive person to discipline someone is like the best idea in the world and like she still turned out like that fine it's like everything seems fine my brother's just like a troubled kid or just got out of juvie whatever but like she still would have grown up in such an abusive crazy household right she would have witnessed all the abuse and she came out like that and plus like she would have so much like more guilt over the fact that like her father never touched her and i really like i'll never be able to deal with the fact that like a seven-year-old telling you not to touch your daughter like makes you like yeah especially if you're that fucking sick in the head that that would make you like never do you'd just be like well this boy's not gonna play along we won't invite him over for our movies anymore right it's not your daughter that's like fighting back sadly no well then he gets her to say yeah he has to tell her to stand up of for course, herself. Because yeah. God forbid she She's... stand up for herself with help from a man. So he goes to prison for killing Tommy. Right. Because Tommy just all of a sudden is back and like psycho and hates Evan for dating and, like, his sister. Really wouldn't have gone self defense. Well, I guess they're saying like the trial hasn't happened yet. He's in a hurry because he's like, I'm not. I don't need to wait for a trial. I'm going to time travel and fix it. Yeah. Which like. Okay, but you're going to, like, great... You're, like, you're time-traveling so that you can time-travel properly. Yeah. It's getting real, like, convoluted at this point. With, like, the stigmata thing where, like, how did that not drastically change your timeline? Right. Or if this is, in fact, the butterfly effect, every little change would... You yes. know, you wouldn't pop back to the same place, even if 
it was very similar, it wouldn't be exactly the same. Right. And it would have changed. You're contradicting your own movie premise. And it would have changed, like, the lives of everyone. Like, imagine that teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Oof. Yeah. Yeah, we don't deal with really much. Only him and, like, the people that he cares about. Right. Like, his mom dying. But, like, or, it's like, changing three, everybody's lives. So, that's great. The world that would maybe, be different. Maybe you killing yourself in the womb helped these three people, but it, how much did that fuck up your mother? And how yeah, much did it fuck up... with her crazy husband. And how much did that fuck up, like, other people that, like, you didn't get to know and perhaps you actually... Imp- like, it's... Mm-hmm. You never know. It's a wonderful life or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. I understand, like, you they can't you can't do something and show how that affects everybody. I understand, mm-hmm. like, that's not a... But I'm just saying, he's, he's a very narrow view of, like, what it's he very, needs like, to It's very, self-centered, fix. yeah. Yeah. Also, when he goes back... So, in the original timeline, he has a drawing. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that? And not get to the stabbing yeah, part. I don't know. And, yeah. I'll never understand. That it's one my, doesn't it's make sense. the one that bothers but, me the most of all of the mm-hmm. time travel. That and the getting the knife for the to yeah. Yeah. Why? He wasn't thinking clearly at that point. No. <sighs> okay, so now Kaylee's a crack whore. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who, like, have to leave home at really young ages to escape mm-hmm. situations and don't turn out to be crack whores. Also, like, yeah, it's such, as you say, I think you mentioned this, like, the stereotypical picture of, like, like a gross crack whore apartment. and a prostitute. Yeah. Like, or even if she became a prostitute, like, there's a lot of women out there who become prostitutes because they need a way to support themselves, but, like, can still have self-respect and can still, mm-hmm. like... You know, or there's a lot of people out there that do have drug addictions, but also don't like live in that apartment and like like yeah, it's, it was it's, just everything. It was like, the such most a bad cliche. Stereotypical prostitute with the most stereotypical addic- drug addicted human being, and it was just mm-hmm. what are you doing to me? He, yeah, and like so in that one. Lenny kills her brother. That's disturbing. Yeah. yeah. But, like, how does that make her a crack whore? Like, all of a sudden, she's like, hey, mister, I'll get a ride with you or whatever. Like, that was the start of it. But, like, why wouldn't she just be, like, traumatized? Yes. And, like, still, either still stay with her dad so she can stay with Evan. You know, like, she would be messed up, sure. But she also witnessed a woman get blown up. And that didn't make her, she seemed, yeah. She was still functioning, whatever, you know? Like, she still would have stayed there. I guess once Evan leaves, then she would have gone off the rails without even her brother. But it's like, in the original storyline, she's like, I emancipated myself when I was 15. And she was, you know, fine. I mean, she had childhood trauma, which that had already happened. But, like, leaving home at 15, she was, you know, working. Yeah, it's not very, like... Just the extremes. But that's the other thing, is that it feels so much like... I understand the point is, like, every little thing can, like, change. But it's not every little thing can change someone's, like, core being. Like, I feel like the yeah. characters don't, like, well, this would happen. But, she, like, I understand experiences change, like, who you are mm-hmm. and to some extent. But there's still, like, a core being personality. Mm-hmm. Something that's, like, there no matter what. It just manifests itself differently. But I felt like... Like, sorority girl was not the same as crack whore. Those are two different human beings. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't get the the sorority, the sorority girl. girl never the, seemed so like bad. it doesn't her. It, so just because she didn't have a pedophile have, father, she turned into that. Right, like that's not who. I feel like she would have just Hayley sort of been her growing average, up. sort of quiet, yeah. insecure self. Still, yes. She would have maybe you been know? in university, but she'd be like the book smart girl, like spending time rich. at the library or like yeah. yeah. She still yeah. I don't know. It seems strange. Just like this is what like childhood trauma does. If you take away this, like, like look what you could be—a sorority girl. Right. Your life is perfect. Yeah. Oh, I bet she was prom queen. Like, yeah. They just had such. Like a... they could have had like and that oh, one. She like together and they've been together forever and like that's fine. It's just she's like still, the sorority like, thing went left too far. Home. Yeah. Young to go like visit him or be with him or yeah, whatever. Yeah. She snuck away or whatever. <sighs> whatever. Okay, then he gets all his limbs blown off. Yeah. Again, they're writing all these, like, trying to fit in all these, like, extreme circumstances into one movie. And it's like, if you want to write a movie about, like, an amputee, maybe just do that. Or, like, maybe just write this, you know? Well, yeah. It was just, like... These changes are too big. Um. Also, like, so his legs don't work. They're there, but they don't work? Or I don't are they prosthetic? Know. Do they ever show it? They don't really show that. I feel he's, like he probably couldn't walk because of... Cause I like, don't know. He doesn't have arms. And the legs arms. don't work, but the torso was okay. I don't know. I'm just confused about how the explosion happened. And those prosthetics look so dumb. I'm, yes. I was like, bad. I know, okay, looking back, it was 2004, but I feel right. like he had better stuff than I don't, that. Yeah. They looked like mannequin arms. Yes. Creepy mannequin arms. But they worked... Because he was able to, like, close his hand on the granola, on the granola bar. bar. But, like, that's a much more complicated thing than just mannequin arms. You right. know, that has to be, like, hooked up to your nerves. That's a lot. Anyway. That, yeah, those looks looked really weird and fake. Also, he falls off his chair and people laugh, laugh at, at him. him. I'm like, what are you trying to say about, like, college kids in America? Like, I know kids are cruel, but, like, you know what? no there one would be... just laugh like a nerd fell over and spilled his books everywhere. It's there like, no, this is a disabled person. I could see some asshole some being asshole, that fucked yeah. up, but it on was... a whole, it wouldn't be like, no. It was like if in high school the nerd fell and his books went everywhere. Yeah. I was like, haha, nerd. And, like, she gets really upset at everyone. I'm like, I really don't think that everyone in that hallway would react like no, that i think they'd be I. like oh no and try to help or at least look sympathetically yes. at them or just be like like shocked, this is a disabled you know? person who fell out of his wheel like no one's laughing at no. that it wasn't even like comical in any no. sort of way it just sort of flopped out yeah it wasn't like he was doing something like uh like trying to do wheelies or something yeah. and fell like it was really sad and i can't believe like why did you write that reaction i don't just trying because to make his life look even worse. nothing was allowed to be... Just mediocre. Medi- medium. medium. It all yeah. had to be this really wild extreme of positive or negative. It was... Yeah, like Tommy's like, oh, I'm crazy Christian now because I jumped on this lady. Yeah, and, and I'm like valedictorian. That and that's never who Tommy was going to be. I'm sorry. He, no way. He would still have anger issues. He would still have, by that time, still had lots of childhood trauma. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Evan, whether you're there or not doesn't make their father a better person. So, mm-hmm. it's just whether or even not when they, they leave to go with, with their mom, father. they'd be like at least, what, six? Exactly. She explains that she made the choice to stay. And I was like, you don't get a choice when no, you're six years but old. Like, so, if your dad's that terrible, stuff has already happened. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. It's not like he just waited oh, yeah. for mom to leave no. him before. Like, mom no, had a reason for leaving. <sighs> okay. Yeah. He tries to kill himself. Right. But then his mom's dying of cancer, so he's like, I have to fix this. Because at first he's like, everyone's fine except me, so I'll just kill myself now and let them be. Like, hey, you forgot about the other one person in your life you care about? Yeah. <sighs> okay. He does the knife thing, and he goes back to the kitty porn again. I was like, why did you go back to the one in the kitchen if you had the journal for the kitty porn? <sighs> Fuckbag is his favorite word. And he blows up Kaylee. Yeah. And apparently that's, they put him in the, cra- in the loony bin for the rest of his life because of an accident with a dynamite. Stick of dynamite that an adult had in their house. Yeah. That's they don't- not, that's not what they would do to a seven-year-old who no. had an accident with something he shouldn't have had access no. to. That adult should be in jail or something, but yes. it is not Evan's fault. We see it, especially in America, we see it all the time with like kids shooting yeah. other kids with guns that weren't mm-hmm. properly locked away and stuff. It would be the exact same as that. They don't yeah. end up They wouldn't think he was crazy. No. Even if the dad told that what he, he did, at that he, kid. yeah. Or, like, he was, like, talking crazy. They'd be like, well, you're a pedophile, so. <laughs> but, yeah, he blows her up, and then he's in the loony bin, but he's like, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very dramatic. He talks out loud as he writes down what he he's is. doing. He's like, if this doesn't work, I'm already dead. I'm like, no, they're just going to come in and grab you and put you away. I thought it was, that part I thought it was because of the amount of memories in his head. I thought, like, if you. He thought he was going to, yeah. Hemorrhage if he, like, tries it again. Right, if he didn't actually, like, succeed succeed. but came back to this timeline with another, yeah. Whatever, nothing makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, oh, my God, the final, the ending, like, as they're showing the fetus, and they just keep replaying the dialogue of, like, the mom explaining the stillbirths and Kaylee saying, I wouldn't have stayed with my dad if not for you. And I'm like... Gee, thanks for replaying stuff I just watched I and put together on my own. Thanks. I get what he's doing. I spoon feeding it. To I him. hate that in movies. When they unnecessary dumb it down the audience. They, they dumb it down and they like repeat things that are already in the movie. It's yeah. like, no, treat me. I'm smarter than this. I hate when like, yeah, they don't think that their audience is smart enough to figure it out. Remember the own, like the movie that they're currently watching. All right. Well, we made it through. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that uh, you didn't enjoy it as. Yeah, I was just thinking like you, you know what to. I probably wouldn't have watched it for a really long time if ever again, and I would have just remembered it as like oh yeah I thought that movie was really cool. Well, Not I yeah. thought that movie was really great, but I thought that movie was really cool. Well, and now and I'm like, oh, it's definitely like, not great. The now concepts, I'm gonna it the great. concepts were interesting, like yeah. thought provoking, especially was... like and introducing. Pretty advanced concepts, like a pretty young audience. Yeah. I got super into chaos right. because of this. And I remember writing my own, like, story, like, movie idea that used similar sort of chaos theory. Like, if I do this little thing, it leads to this thing. So. Cool. They had something. Yeah. They're just not good enough. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I did look them up. Before this, they wrote um, Final Destination. Yeah. And after that, not much. But I did see that when I looked at the butterfly effect, there was something listed 
and it was described as it's in production. It says an updated version of the 2004 film in which a man's attempt at altering the past has devastating consequences in the future. So maybe they'll do a better job. Only one of them is attached to it, I think. So. Oh, but one of them is attached. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remembered. I almost forgot. I've seen both of the sequels. I have not seen either of the sequels. Thank God. I barely remember them. They're um, really not associated with this movie at all. Like, I looked it up, like, the these two guys are not credited with any sort of based on screenplay writing credit. Like, it seems like they just sort of sold it off. Okay. Um, this Butterfly Effect 2 is... I don't fucking remember. It's some other type of something with photographs, maybe, or something. But, but same, same kind concept. of thing. A guy is trying to go back and fix things. Like, so something must go wrong in his life, and he goes back to fix it. And then the third one was weird. Revelations or yes. something. Right? Three, revela- he was doing, like, experiments to do with time travel. And, like, I just remember he was in a tub with, like, electrodes on his head. That seems unsafe. Um... And there was something fucked up with his sister who turned out to be the killer he was looking for or something like that. Sounds... She wore, like, a weird mask. I don't... Sounds really great. They were both terrible. I don't know why I watched them except that I really liked the butterfly effect and I thought I'd... Yes, you were hoping for... definitely haven't thought about those in a long time. So, yeah, even if you do like this, you will not like the sequels. Like, this is... Like we said, cool concept, but poorly executed. The the other ones, like, don't even have... They're taking already, like, an incomplete idea and going in weird direction. Just don't bother, <laughs> is what I'm saying with those. Um, all right. Women? Oof. Women. We yeah. love women. I have a lot of problems with <sighs> women in this movie. Oh, boy. Not with the women, with how they are. Yeah. You know. So we've just got a love interest and a mother. Yes. And the love interest is literally either like a fucking prostitute or a sorority girl or like, Mm -hmm. it almost feels like, are you just going through all your fantasies here? Like it's, or like a sweet hippie kind of girl. Right. Like. She's just, she's literally a victim or like a side effect to his story. It's supposed to be like, oh, I need to save her, but it's not about her at all. Right. It just sort of uses her life as a gauge of how this timeline worked out. Right. And as we say, just because it's shit for her doesn't mean you didn't actually make it better for everyone else in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, I just... I mean... And she has, like, no strength. She has no control over her own life, literally. Literally. (laughs) Like, it just... I don't like he's just she's just his prop for yeah. It's not like, like there aren't women out there who have these lives, but like they wrote them so cliche and stupid and it's one character in one movie having over and over again these just like incomplete underdeveloped characters yeah. and lives. Ugh. Yeah. I mean it was cute when they were, like, 13 and they liked each other. Yeah, that's my only... When he, like, puts his hands over yeah. her ears and stuff. Totally good with it at that point. And then yeah. it goes to... And then she's like, just, every, like, a Every, mess. like, future whatever version of her, I'm just like, but this isn't a person. This is one of your guys' fucking, like, 
mm-hmm. jack off fantasies of what just women a female can be. stereotype like, like yeah. what kind of characters could she be oh she can be this she can yeah. be this she can be this the but most realistic was just sort of like a normal girl with some trauma that she was trying not to think about yeah but then she just kills herself suddenly i'm like yes sometimes people trauma turned to suicide but like they when they're triggered but also, it gives him so much power though too like evan's the only like he affects her life so much as i say yeah. like and she doesn't have any like yeah. i'm so mad at him even in the, like the original storyline he just shows up out of nowhere like hasn't seen her since they were 13 and is like hey remember when your dad made kitty porn with us like yeah don't don't even and like on the side of a street yeah like it's not like you're not even like home and comfortable or right and it's not even like like you brought it up where you were like i need like i'm having trouble with this could you talk to me and like let her say no about this like i could really use someone else's perspective who remembers better was there you know what i mean if not that's i understand that it can be trauma like triggering you know you're literally studying psychology yes and you're doing this to this girl fucking yeah and the way she like drops her food like oh can't we get through a day without you dropping something like she's so pathetic i know like i better make her life better anyway so terrible is what we're saying it's terrible yeah for women in this movie yeah all two of them on the back end, too, apparently, based on yeah. the, your crew tally. 19 people in director, writer, producer, cinematographer, editor. 19 people filling those positions. One woman was a producer. Awful. Again, fucking student film. Like, two, two young terrible. white guys. <sighs> okay. Interesting. Or maybe expected. On Rotten Tomatoes, audience gave it 81% liked it. Wow. That's really hot. I mean, but as we're saying, like, you get kind of tricked that it's a cool thing. Yeah. And then you go and review it. And then when you watch it 10 years later, you wish you hadn't given it such a high review. (laughs) But the critics, because they're more critical, gave it 33%, gave it positive reviews, which is about fair. That made sense to me when I saw that. I'm like, that's a pretty big discrepancy. Mm -hmm. That's not, you don't usually see that much. But I get how people like me and we're young and think that films like this are well, cool yeah. would be like yeah i liked it when i was and younger critics are like well it's not well made i liked the movie i remember yeah. the first time i saw it i like liked the movie yeah. i'm not saying it's cool but and it looks cool it... And the special effects how like everything like shakes and like stuff yeah it's cool but it's terrible, <laughs> it's terrible. and i just um wrote down on Rotten Tomatoes, they do the critics' consensus. If you don't want just a number, like a summary, like a sentence to sum it up, and it is the premise is intriguing, but it's placed in the service of an overwrought and tasteless thriller, which is a hundred percent yes. Yeah. That is just a the very succinct way of saying what we've said for the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is intriguing. Someone should like rewrite it or do better or something. I don't know. Okay, that's the butterfly effect. Yeah. Um, so let's talk more about other types of time travel or other time travel movies. I mean, yeah, it's obviously like one of the most popular devices of science fiction. Mm -hmm. And it's been really popular lately, not just in sci-fi, like genre stuff. It's fucking everywhere now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dramas, comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
hot tub time machine like it's everywhere yeah and just like not necessarily like time machine things but like we got time loops in russian doll we've Mm -hmm. got alternate timelines like the good place and just even community yeah they had like the darkest timeline yeah 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 it's just like as a writing tool we're using it a lot lately um which we'll get into I just jotted down that H.G. Wells' novel The Time Machine, published in 1895, is often credited with popularizing our modern, mechanized concept of time travel. So there you go. Good job, H.G. What I forgot to watch in time for this is the episode of Into the Universe with Stephen Hawking, where he talks about time travel, because I wanted to like get some science in here, but I don't remember it well enough to tell you much about it, except that he says it's not possible. So, sorry. Also, <laughs> actually, there was just like a an article about. I think I put that down. Oh, did you? They sort of. They sort of reverse time. Reverse time in a quantum computer. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I guess is like the start of something, maybe. It's, but yeah. it's. I mean, reverse time was in quotes. Yes. So I didn't have. Again, I. Also I don't think it was that they reverse time. It was like they broke something apart and then were able to make it like go back together. So I don't think mm. it was like. I don't. I honestly, I didn't fully understand it. Probably because. Yeah. I'm not like. You just you can't reverse time. No. It's like the basic concept of our universe also, is like. Three dimen- like space time, sp- space hyphen time, space time, mm-hmm. is the four dimensions of our existence. Yeah. So you can't, you just, you just can't. But then there's stuff like, well, time moves faster when you're further away from the earth and stuff like that. Or like, there's ways to bend time perhaps. faster you're traveling, like the closer you get to the speed of light, time is moving fat. No. Slow, I think, right? Slow. Yeah. So yeah, if you... Like based on all my movies, it goes slower the faster you go. <laughs> if you're going close, as close, let's say we could go as close to the speed of sound as possible, and you went like to the another galaxy or something, you would have only lived however long. But like back on Earth, like hundred years would have gone by, right? That kind of thing. Yeah. Which also, speaking of like history of um, time travel and like stories and stuff, um, fairy stories have always had like if you go to fairyland mm-hmm. time, time is different, different there so like you think you're there for like a few minutes but you're there for like a month or something yeah and i've been just started rewatching true blood and okay, i'm remembering yeah. they do that in true blood when she goes to fairyland she goes there and her grandpa's there he's yeah. like i've been here a couple hours but it's been like 10 years since he disappeared Passed over, yeah and then she's there for a few minutes and she comes back and everyone's like we thought you died it's been nine months yeah. So that's a cool thing. Even before H.G. Wells, there were stories of, you know, time working differently. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's mysterious. As like the passing of days is one of the things that has always been with us. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's always Marking been. Marking of time. There's always been stories, stories and thoughts about... and mm-hmm. wonderment. and. Yeah. It's interesting thing to play with for stories. Yeah. Because you can, because it's something you can never do in real life. Exactly. You can't redo things. You can't go back. You can't well, jump like, around. Especially the idea of like 
regret and like wanting to like mm-hmm. change things is like I feel like such a human condition. Yeah. So everyone has regrets. Everyone has like what if moments yeah. where they wonder if they'd taken what a different if. choice. And that's what intrigues us with time travel stories is what if. Okay. Okay. I wrote down some of the common like paradoxes. Mm-hmm. There's the, I'll just go through them really quick. I've, there's a website you can go. She, <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting because she gives an example from entertainment for each one. Okay. So there's the ontological paradox, which is also known as the bootstrap paradox, mm-hmm. which is cause and effect leads back to the initial cause. So like if you're sent back in time to recover a person or object, that person or object will like then lead you to having to go back in time mm-hmm. to get that person or object and their example mm-hmm. is the terminator like he goes back to kill john connor he gets mm-hmm. destroyed then scientists find the parts of him like blown and up build him creates a, eventually that turns into skynet which eventually makes the terminators which then he has to go back in time uh, so it's like so a, a, creates loop. a loop it creates mm-hmm. a loop yeah that you can't really jump into so it doesn't make sense yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there's the predestination paradox, which is similar to the bootstrap. It's the idea that like there's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. So if you're sent back in time to change something, it that doing that leads back to mm-hmm. the initial cause. I actually it's... watched pre the movie Predestination. Okay. Yeah. It. I had seen it on TV once, so I had sort of half seen it. I'm like, this is crazy. And so I was like, oh, now's the time to finally watch it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe I won't spoil it because it's not a bad movie. Um, So if you are into time travel stuff, you may want to watch it. But it's um, definitely this sort of loop, eternal loop without giving you too much away. There's a a loop. (laughs) There's a loop. (laughs) And there's some predestination. If you don't guess it by the end, you're going to be, your mind's going to be blown. I already sort of knew half of sort of. Fair enough. And then I figured out the rest as I was watching it. And then it sort of revealed it at the end. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Their example was anyway. the movie 12 Monkeys, which mm-hmm. I haven't seen. So but I know I of it. I haven't seen it. Uh, there's the grandfather paradox, which mm-hmm. is like the idea of self-correcting universes or fixed points in time. Like even if you went back and shot your grandfather mm-hmm. in the head before you met your grandmother. Mm-hmm the universe would like self-correct like he would have been a sperm donor so your grandmother like Ah. or something like that so because you have to exist in order to shoot him in the head right so the universe would correct somehow for that i mean sometimes they do that and it doesn't correct and it's just like and then it doesn't make go back and do that and it would just be like well now the time period plays out and it's just a different timeline where you don't get born true in this timeline but anyway okay um, their example is Lost. I have never I watched know. Lost, never but it was something Lost. about, like, she went on a little bit, like, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it seemed like there was some deep-seated feelings oh, okay. about Lost. Um, there's the Hitler's murder paradox, mm. uh, that changing something bad from the past can lead to a downward spiral where even worse consequences happen. Right. Like, you think you're going back and, like, changing something horrible that happened, but mm-hmm. you have no idea the consequences that can stem from your change. The butterfly effect. Well, and then the last one was the butterfly effect. 
I felt like Which, we yeah. didn't really need to go through. The Hitler's murder thing reminds me of this episode of like The Outer Limits that I saw once where, because um, it's a short show, it just starts off like, you're gonna you're time traveling and she goes back in time, you're going to kill Hitler when he's a baby. Right. She gets a hold of him, she kills him, but their parents just like find another baby to raise and that's Adolf Hitler. So it's not so much a paradox as like you just can't. Right. It's more like the, thinking of it linearly like that's what happened. Fixed points in time. Like that has yeah. to happen. It doesn't matter what you do. It has well, to Well, not so much that like no matter what you do, someone's going to turn into a terrible Adolf Hitler. It's more like you think you're going back to kill the baby that turned into Adolf Hitler. But, but no, just, that baby got killed by yeah, some time traveling woman. killed man, a baby. The, the person who became... Adolf terrible Hitler. Hitler is this baby that was like picked up by the you know yeah you just like that's baby. just what happened yeah yeah like yeah you think you're going back and changing things but it turns out like that's just what happened in this time like yeah. like in this timeline guess what that did happen you mm-hmm. did go back in mm-hmm. time yeah yeah I just always thought that's interesting <laughs> like not so much like whatever you do it's still gonna happen but more that well yeah that's that's, that's what just what happened, happened. that. Turns out that's who Adolf Hitler is, right. not this baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other like significant example? I was thinking about the time traveler's wife because that's one of the ones that I like. Okay, I've only seen it once, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But I just like so he travels in time and space against his will. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it at all? Yep. yep, yep. Okay, so the thing I liked about it is that when he travels, he's naked because. Yes. Why would clothes come with you I if know. this is something happening to your body? I just like that detail because it makes so much so sense. So often sci-fi or magic stuff like I know why would it affect this cotton you know, on your body? Someone goes invisible and your clothes, clothes go with you or something. I'm like, yeah, you should have I to. Just get... Remember, I like that. I'm like, and it's different because it's um, out of his control. You don't see that a lot. Well, time loops are usually against their will, but. Usually it's like, I'm traveling in time and I'm trying to make changes and creating paradoxes. But this was like, he wasn't in control of it. Yeah. But also it was like this thing of like, well, this has already happened. So I know what I have to do because I already know from the future that this is what I did. Yeah. The whole idea of like almost filling it in. Like, oh, I know what the, Mm -hmm. I know what the result is. So I know what I have to do in order to. Yeah. Or we didn't talk about the paradoxes of, like, meeting yourself. Yeah, that's a whole That's a thing. whole thing. That's a lot in predestination as well. And it's, like, you know, to exist, it's just so weird to, like, be both people, like, in a conversation where it's, like, one of you, the older version of you, knows what you're saying because you've already watched yourself say it. I know, it. it's so crazy. So it's the thing of, like, you can't change because it's already happened like you're remembering it as it's happened right and it has to happen in order to yeah you have to say exactly whatever or else you said to yourself 20 years ago when you were that person because it's already happened happened. i know and i mean like sort of works for me like it it's happening it has happened as long as it happens the same like it's just that's what happened yeah any other favorite time travels well i mean like doctor who obviously deals with a lot of these things Mm -hmm. as he travels both forwards and backwards Mm -hmm. but the traveling through space thing kind of makes it different um i'm trying to think Mm. i have like favorites 
I don't just, know. Like, I enjoyed the movie. Examples. Like yeah. different methods. I'm thinking like Back to the Future. They have a car. Yeah. There's different things where they have like an actual time machine, they're like the TARDIS, the... <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Phone um, and then there's time loops. Yeah. That they just get stuck in, like Russian Doll and that movie we didn't like Before I Fall. Oh fuck! I hated that movie. There's also like examples of that, like in TV. Like there's an episode a of lot, Buffy yeah. where like. You know, she has mm-hmm. to figure it out because she's just repeating the same mm-hmm. And it's usually day. like they die or when they go to sleep or something, they wake up. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, what other cool ones? And Misfits, um, that's a British show. They all get superpowers and this guy has, um, can like rewind. I think he can fast forward or maybe he can just rewind time. And it is just like a little rewind. I guess you could also say it's multiple universes because yeah. it branches out from wherever he rewinds and does it and there's some other time travel going on in that in that show um then you have magic stuff like harry potter course, sometimes yeah, magic time, time travel with a spell or a magical thing charmed did it all the time right and that's again like you and i have talked so many times about like science, science and, and magic, magic are, are the, the same, same thing. thing so yeah so like yeah, and Charmed, they went back and like met their ancestor and stuff yeah. like that. And it usually just works out where, you know, they come back to the same timeline because that's what happened in the past. They were just Yeah. You know? Like it already If it's happened, already happened, the... you're gonna end up in the same place. Yeah. It just already happened. To them they're experiencing it for the first time, but like but to everything it has else happened. it's already happened. To the, As the universe sort of, overall it's like, already happened. Like if time happened. is linear then like you like 1600 witch trials you popped up did this thing disappeared time kept going, going on, on. and your ancestors are born then you're born and then you popped pop you know back and yeah that's your experience yeah. of it you're just <laughs> i'm okay with stuff like that where it's sort Me of like too. well that's already what happened that's just what happened it's i think very, that like, makes the linear. most sense when you talk about like explaining time travel yeah. that makes the most sense in a story kind of way. yeah yeah but then you know time isn't linear it's wibbly wobbly so you never know. And then there's stupid things like the lake house, which just uh, does not make sense no. in any sort of way. I'm pretty sure I watched that movie, but I definitely I know, it. know that I've seen it like I once. I've I think I don't have great I strong memory, which means from, it made no impression on me. Um, they did it on how did this get made in the podcast, right. and that's mostly what I remember it. And it just makes it sound even more bonkers because it it is. It doesn't make sense. They're writing letters, and it yeah, yeah it doesn't line up. Um, and then we have like super trying to be realistic interstellar, which we have talked about. Right. And that's more the, yeah, like relativity and well, I guess then, and then like, yeah, wormholes and that doesn't feel like a time travel movie though. You know, it doesn't just feels like a space sci-fi. Yeah. It feels like a sci-fi movie, not specifically like of the time travel because it doesn't like they're time traveling, but. It's so, but not like within Earth or within storylines we know. So like technically you're time traveling, but like really it's more space traveling through those wormholes to like different planets and stuff. Like it's, time is relative. So like what's happening on the planet that they're on has absolutely nothing to do with Earth. Right. So it doesn't matter what time really is happening. You can't compare no, and time between this galaxy and one 13... 13- 
billion light years away. And for a lot of it, like, they explain it in a scientific way. Like, when mm-hmm. when they go down to that really the, near the black hole, the planet near the black hole, mm-hmm. like, it's explained, like, the way that gravity affects time and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I like that. I um, the, the only part that gets time travelly is, like, when he... Uh, spoilers when he's like at the end and he's like in the bookcase he's, and yeah, he's like communicating be able, he's her. able to like see through mm-hmm. different portions of but again time. that's the thing of like, like it already happened exactly it's not creating alternate timelines and that's and like and then they say like well it's a different dimension like because the mm-hmm. it's us in like the future <laughs> is like able to see the world in more dimensions or yeah, i don't know, I don't know. Whatever. i felt like it was going good until then the end you're a little bit like what? yeah <laughs> But yes, um, it's it's explained yeah. the way that like well that's what happened that's because you see the book drop that he's behind the bookcase. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, one that I like is Edge of Tomorrow. That's like a time loop thing. Have you seen it? I feel like I've seen it. Emily but Blunt I... and Tom Cruise, and they're like maybe not. Not if it's has Tom Cruise, and I don't like. I him. don't like him, <laughs> but I don't like him. But I actually really like that movie. Okay, <laughs> it's something where like he keeps starting the same day over and over. Um. And he figures out that he has, he needs her help or something. And like, she's like, she had it happen to her already, but sort of lost it and has like, her life has continued on. Whereas, and they keep trying to like defeat this alien invasion. And when they fuck up and die, he just wakes up on this day again, has to explain it to her again. It'd be so annoying. Yeah. But it's, it's good. I mean, like we said, like sometimes they do time loops bad. Yes, I know. I'm just saying like in real life, how annoying would that be? Oh Yeah. I didn't mean but like also it's the like movie. a video game, like oh, like... I fucked up. I'll start at the beginning of the level again. Yeah. So. Anyway, it's good. There's and then, so many. Yeah, there's a lot. Um. Yeah, and a lot of different ways to do it, like actual machines, mm-hmm. or there's stuff where like you move in time and space, or you just move in time with your consciousness. Yeah, where like you're physically, you don't move. In predestination, he has like a. A machine thing where he sets the time and it just like chooses the right place for him, which is a little okay, <laughs> sure, but um, yeah, so there's various ways to do it, and then there's also various like logic that they try to apply to it. Like, we talked about paradoxes, mm-hmm. sometimes they treat it really linear, like it all lines up, and then sometimes. They make you more aware of the multiple Yeah, like the multiverses and stuff. Yep. And then there's like... That's also one that's been, in my opinion, probably more popularized recently. Like there's been a lot more multiverse stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like... Okay, in Donnie Darko, which is a cool movie. Yes. Time travel and stuff. Um... All this crazy stuff happens, but then he just goes back to the beginning and none of it happens. You know, like in the timeline of like whatever the main universe, like what actually happens is a jet falls from the sky and kills him. Right. When nothing weird happens with that crazy old lady in the time travel book or whatever. Because then there's a sequel, which... It's, you know, not great. But I, again, it's a movie that I really like for my own reasons, but I know it's not great. But it's his little sister. Yeah. Having her own sort of weird time travel adventure things. And it's just like, so all that happened to that girl is her brother died in this freak accident. 
Yeah, because they bring... the original kind of yeah. timeline doesn't exist at all. It's just like, oh, you know, sometimes they do that, like, all this crazy stuff happened, but then, like, none of it, none of it happened. <sighs> and, like, sometimes you're aware of that. You keep your consciousness yeah. in all these multiple storylines, and sometimes you don't. So you could have, like, crazy adventures, and it's like, oh, you don't get to remember. It's gone. Hmm. Well, that's the way it happens sometimes. <laughs> Maybe time travel exists, but we just don't get to remember it. That's sad. Yeah. Or maybe, again, I keep going back to predestination because I just watched it, but he says in it that you can only go 53 years from zero point. Zero point is when time travel was invented in 1981. Okay. So if that kind of it's thing. very like, specific. Yeah. Well, it's like the further you go, the harder it is on his body or whatever. Um but like if that's true, maybe just we're not close enough to the zero point of time travel for anyone to have traveled this far back. You know? That's way cooler to think about. Think that like it could still happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like maybe it's not you can go to any time. Maybe there's like it's time time travel is invented it's but it's sort of limited. Limit. Yeah. Or maybe something weird happens in our future that prevents from coming back this far you know like nuclear war destroys our planet i mean probably no one comes back here because time travel is invented so far in the future that they don't even think of earth as like worth going back to because it was destroyed billions of years ago it's also possible <sighs> yeah i mean i think the tardis is the most fun time travel thing it to is. imagine yeah just anywhere anytime yeah well and it's the whole space aspect of it Spacey. too you know mm -hmm. more than just oh the TARDIS yeah the TARDIS is more than a time machine right but yeah um what else about time travel <laughs> I think in that Stephen Hawking thing he said that it's theoretically possible to the future you just can't go back because you can't change things but with the like time being relative you could sort of time travel like get that some more get to a point in time faster than other people get right to it. that makes more sense to that's me that's the science and that makes more sense yeah. in my opinion just Cause speeding like, it up if time travel did get invented at some point you could go back like Multiple that brings like versus that's the <laughs> yeah, only that's explanation yeah. because other than that you'd be seeing changes happening all the time yeah yeah i think like in the butterfly effect he comes back to that age yeah when really he would be just have to keep living from that point. Right. And I guess he does because the movie jumps ahead, but then he gets he, all the memories. But then he's still like too many consciousnesses. Mm. What a... Uh, it's messy. It's a mess. Time travel's messy. It is messy, for sure. And I mean, as, it's cha it's a challenging thing for, to, to like write also because there's so many like... It, holes yeah. you can fall into yeah. and like it's something that's literally not possible, possible so, so you, like, you have to, every time you're making up your own rules every yeah. time and you, you do like, anything with time it's hard to like create sound logic to like put time travel yeah that's why you in. gotta come up with stuff like oh that's a fixed point or that's yeah. a place we can't that's a time we can't go or <sighs> yeah i guess in doctor who they don't do multiple timelines it's mm. just sort of this is what happened 
because they do stuff like go back to Vesuvius and it's just it seems like a great adventure but it's like the end result is the same yeah so it's like well this is just what happened we just thought it was a different cause but the effect is you know yeah still it's always he's always talking about messing with time but and when things do change or like things are exposed for Mm -hmm. being like a different thing it's always like oh well humans don't want to believe it so they just explain it away yeah but yeah there's never like he never goes like back in time which is relative because he's all over the place but like and then like goes to visit the same planet again it's like oh this is different than last time I was here, but it's the same year on this planet. I must have changed something in the past. You know, he never does that. Yeah, it's it's, it's really a- mostly like when he travels back, it's just to like a thing and it ends up being a different cause that triggers yeah. that. It's more like we're just finding out that the doctor was involved. Was involved in, in all a lot of these of things stuff. that happen, yeah. yeah. As opposed to changing. Or the crazy adventures they have, everyone forgets, or like there is no effect right or that like yeah it's mostly or like he caused it or like yeah you're you're more just like finding out they somehow never change time and talk to you really he talks about it all the time there is no butterfly effect no there's one universe yeah so why do we use time travel to tell stories particularly lately there's a good article I'll link to on the Mary Sue about, like, why are we so obsessed with time right now? It's in movies, TV, video games. It's, like, a really popular thing right now. And, like, why is that? And they had some, like, answers from people. And I think a big thing is, like we said, the what if. Yeah, we it did It intrigues talk everyone that. because everyone has that feeling. Yes. I also think, like... I could think of a couple reasons. I think, like, our obsession with, like, youth might play into our obsession mm-hmm. with time. Our limited lifespan is yeah. depressing. It's depressing. Yeah, with, like, the world changing, technology, everything, there's just so much. And having such a short life seems so sad. Yeah. You want more and you want to experience more. So it's, like, multiple storylines. Let's discover something new. I mean, watching Doctor Who makes me want to, like, live forever. I know. Because there's so much. I mean, I also think, like, with media, again, it plays into so much, like, you you have so much information coming at you all the Mm -hmm. time, and um, with globalization, like, where the state of the world is Mm -hmm. might kind of play into that, because, like, you have everyone being like, oh, it's the worst time ever, where it's probably not, it doesn't help that you can read every bad thing that happens on planet earth all the time yeah. but then there's a lot of jokes about like donald trump being president being like we're in the darkest timeline I <laughs> like mean, but yeah yeah <laughs> but we are but then it's like hey stop denying reality and let's not just sit here and go well, right this, is, this isn't really happening there's been a lot of terrible presidents before and like there's been a lot of terrible things like a lot of terrible things have happened like we're not you're not literally like at war or something not yet I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but yeah, so I, but I can understand like the the stress that that causes people of like perceiving where mm-hmm. like how terrible quote the world is today, mm-hmm. like that that can co- like that anxiety can cause it like. Yeah, the idea of being able to change something to yeah. go back, 
make the world and change better. not just change the future but like from this point on but to go back and like not have to experience like last year that was really tough for you or something right yeah i think all of those then i think the it. lesson always is you can't change you it. can't yeah. either you can't change it or you can only make it worse yeah or you make it better for you it makes it worse for someone else right that there's be careful what you wish for yeah yeah that's often the lesson yeah 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 we're just fascinated with time yeah i think yeah it's interesting looking at like what we think the causes of the obsession are but Mm. i think we could unlike a lot of probably pretty prominent ones yeah it's just something that like i said it's something like every time you write it you're making new rules because it's so impossible i know so it makes it fun to write and play with for sure because you're always making it up and it's sort of like a last maybe it feels like the last science thing that we haven't conquered yeah or like a lot of other sci-fi stuff that used to be just sci-fi is now real, real or at least we're getting towards it or like even cloning and stuff it's like yeah cloned that's animals not so crazy and... anymore no but like any sort of time manipulation is still so far out of our reach. we're still saying nope not possible unless we start traveling near the speed of light so it's just a big world of imagination for writers and yeah, so watchers. much to play with. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Time you... travel's over. Time travel. <laughs> time to end this thing. <laughs> you can email us at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at inthemoviespod if you are like a theoretical physicist and have thoughts on like chaos theory and time travel we would freaking love to hear stuff like that or you know tell us what you thought of the butterfly effect yeah were you tricked into thinking it was good when really it was just kind of cool when you saw it Uh, yeah let us know um and you can also go to in the movies.tishchambers.com for all of our stuff writing podcast videos anything related to movies that we do i just wrote a piece about a star is born because i watched all four of them in one weekend don't know why you did that to yourself (sighs) and i just needed to like scream about it so i wrote about them yeah i remember you texting me and i was like you're not gonna like the men in those movies oh my god basically all i could write was like they're so terrible like if you want to hate men even more watch all of these movies and just scream forever with me (laughs) actually the first one i actually liked if you you know mm-hmm. if you want to watch one more star is born okay. <laughs> i'd say the first one it's pretty good the least terrible maybe um yep that's it thanks for listening bye bye, bye.